welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, D. Dillon Bear, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Basson, bringing the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What's good, webheads? It's bowl season, along with Paul Rochon, Dylan Bear, and Ryan Griffin. I'm Matt Basson. We're Sports Carters. Thank you for joining us for our bowl special. And before we get too deep into this, Ryan, do the thing. Woo! So go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Sports Carnage, Facebook, Sports Carnage Podcast, YouTube, um, Sports Carnage Podcast. Make sure you're listening, you're rating, reviewing um, our podcast on both Apple Podcasts slash iTunes as well as Podbean. And then since we do have a bowl special today, we are running back our Capital One Bowl Mania on ESPN group that we did last year where winner got 50 bucks if only they would have claimed it but this year we've upped the stakes to $80 it's free to enter all you have to do is uh, well we're going to post the links on Detroit Sports Nation and Sports Carnage Facebook throughout the week so don't worry about that but go to ESPN Capital One Bowl Mania um, join group just type in uh, find a group and then Sports Carnage podcast and then it'll take you right to where our group is you fill them out free to enter it's real easy you just pick the winners and then if you end up being the smartest person in the room you get paid for it 80 bucks so what reach yeah. putting in 20 i mean if you wanted to well how else did you get Damn. the 80 <laughs> you were just right i mean Ryan, it was, it was gonna be it was gonna be it was gonna be 80 regardless <laughs> but if you guys want to chip in go ahead <laughs> I mean, I, man, I, just, I appreciate I you, Ryan. That, you right. know, you would just like you know lump this in right, and say, "All right, we all throw in twenty in." in the Christmas bucks. spirit. <laughs> I'm down Good for I'm, you. I'm fine with it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right. Cool. Well, cool. All right. So we got 40, 41 bowl games to get to. Thirty-nine. So we, how is it thirty-nine? Pretty. The playoffs technically. Pretty darn don't sure it's no. I'm pretty sure it's forty-one. It's thirty-nine. Anyway, we start in the Bahamas. The uh, Dylan-led. Buffalo Bulls, back-to-back Bulls for the first time ever going up against the Charlotte 49ers, playing down in beautiful Nassau, Bahamas. And I want to go to this game just so we can all go to Nassau. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dylan, it's your Bulls. You lead us off with this one. Oh, all right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, yes, the Buffalo Bulls are coming on back. Khalil Mack's brother, cousin, I don't even remember. He's starting to helm away for Buffalo as well. Uh, they did make a quarterback change. Mr. Myers has not been their starter. Kyle Van Trees is leading the Bulls in this one. I will pick the Bulls. Shocker of all shockers in this game. Oh, yeah, the line is Buffalo six and a half, by the way. He probably should have thrown that in there. Well, it's going to be <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo minus six and a half. Yes. Yep, they're the favorite. And Ryan. Buffalo Bulls, I love the alliteration, and they're going to prove that the Charlotte 49ers are frauds just like the San Francisco ones. Maybe Buffalo to come. <laughs> <laughs> that hate train rolling. Atlanta, baby. Uh, I got to go with the Bulls on this one. I know one thing, they're good at pounding the rock. And apparently Charlotte, 110th in the nation in defense against pounding the rock, doesn't spell good math for me. So I got to go with Buffalo uh, in this one over the 49ers. I I cannot believe you 
you pulling out stats like that for god dang Buffalo Charlotte. Uh, Don is going to be the lone dissenter. Don picked Charlotte. I don't know why. Why are you asking me? I, I didn't talk to him. Why are we talking about his picks? Because he's part of this. What are you talking about? The same asshole? way we talk about Don's picks every week, but apparently Dylan <laughs> is due to the program. Damn, damn. Anyways, the lone dissenter, because I am also picking Buffalo, who is playing their best ball you're smart. as of late, and they have played better right. all season in a tougher conference, so I am going to go with them to win by a touchdown. Yeet. We move from beautiful Bahamas to Frisco, Texas, the tropical smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. God, these names are too damn long. Where the fallen on hard time Utah State Aggies, fallen on hard times from last year anyway, taking on Kent State, and the Aggies are favored by seven. Uh, well, Utah State, on Paul's wedding night, they almost beat Michigan State, so I'll always give them the respect they deserve. Go Jordan Love, go Aggies. Uh, Ryan Pace, I hope you're listening, because Jordan Love is going to the NFL this year. And he's also going to annihilate the golden flashes. What a good name. Uh, yeah, he has to because this has been a bad year for Jordan Love. And he needs to have a good final taste of college to put in that NFL's mouth. Uh, 16 interceptions. <laughs> so go out there, beat up Kent State, and then move on to play on Sundays. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Aggies as well. Put some love in their mouth. Yeah, Don did too. So I'm going to be the lone dissenter on this one. And it's funny that you talk about a, a bad taste in his mouth and needing to prove himself at the next level. Uh, recent reports, he might be the next Josh Gordon because I don't even know if Jordan Love's going to play in this game because, yeah, he got rung up for pot today and they have no idea if he's playing or not. He planned to play in the game, but who knows what's going to happen. And certainly he has plenty of distractions on his mind with an arraignment shortly after the game. So I'm going to pick Kent State to keep this one close but with a quarterback who may or may not be there. <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Ah, let me make sure I got that. So wait, is the game that we're not picking, Paul? The Alcorn State Celebration Bowl of Alcorn State versus North Carolina. We're not picking the rematch. Nope. FBS. Uh, In fairness, I'm all for that. So move on to the next. Trash. All right, fine. Well, we move on to Albuquerque, where the San Diego State Aztecs are hosting the. I say hosting. They're closer. Than Central Michigan is the Chippewas of Central Michigan, and the Aztecs are favored by three and a half. Aztecs, the the home of Mr. Steven Strasburg, the greatest pitcher of our generation. But also, I can't trust Central Michigan. They couldn't win the MAC championship at home, so I don't expect them to win a bowl game that is not at Ford Field. This game is going to go smoother than Matt's introduction for this game. It's That's going to be edited, sure. actually, so it's not going to sound like that. Oh, oh damn. Why do you think I redid it? going to edit it when damn. it's him sounding like Hold up. I try to do it for you guys as well, too. Don't act like I don't. Ah, uh, so, so. Unless it's fun. Matt is going to be covering up his own flubs, just like San Diego State is in this game. They will cover. Uh, yeah, they're not going to hear that messed up intro I just did a second ago. Uh, <laughs> San Diego State plays defense. You can't score against them. These teams that played them this I mean, year. All these teams uh, technically. 17 do. points. Ah. The most they've really allowed. Uh, Central Michigan, not exactly a powerhouse on offense. So I will go with the Aztecs. 
That's going to make it a clean sweep for the Aztecs. Me and Don in agreeance. Uh, both of these teams actually suck. I'm going to let you know right now, this is not a bowl that I would advise watching. But SDSU did show up when it mattered recently against BYU, which is more than I can say, as Ryan already mentioned about Central Michigan. So I'm going to take the Aztecs as well. Uh, the <clears throat> FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. What? Mm. Is played in Orlando on the 21st of December. <laughs> Ryan's <laughs> and it's <laughs> Liberty versus Georgia Southern. Mm, my mouth's watering for this. What one. does FBC stand for? Uh, some Florida Bank Coast. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously pro probably a good bank. guess. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. However, Let's take a look. the Liberty Flames have a way better name than the Eagles. Eagles, very generic team name. And what did you say the spread was? Was it five? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Georgia Southern by five. Perfect. So if Liberty's getting five and they have the better name, then flame on, baby. Didn't this team play Eastern Michigan last year? The Eagles versus the Eagles? Wasn't that yes. Georgia Southern? And Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's a lot of Eagles in This is also true. Sports. But I remember so, it being like two lesser state schools, like Georgia Southern and Eastern Michigan. Sorry, Dylan. God. America. They, there is nowhere where they shorten the abbreviation. It's pissing me off. Maybe Give me an answer! Anyways. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna go back. This is edited. More streamlined. Boom, boom. <clears throat> Guys, I don't know if you know this, but Hugh Freeze is still coaching, and it's at liberty, and he will cheat his way to a victory in the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl in Orlando City Stadium, Orlando, Florida. No way. Georgia Southern, the only school to beat Appalachian State this year. They had Minnesota on the ropes in September before letting that one get away. That's better than anything Liberty has done. Give me the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, Don is on the Dillon train. He is also taking Liberty. I don't know why. One of these teams lost to Rutgers and was not all that competitive with Rutgers. And you are automatically dis should be disqualified from bowl season if you do that, but you are certainly disqualified from getting picked in the picks if you do that. Georgia Southern all day, fly, eagle, fly. All right, we go from Orlando to Boca Raton, where the Cherry Bundy Boca, Boca Raton Bowl is taking place, and Florida Atlantic in a home game against SMU, and it's SMU favored by three. I'm, I may have to change my pick from our bowl things here. I did not know that it was in Boca Raton. And Florida Atlantic, though they did just lose Lane Kiffin, um, at least in their last five games, they won them all. I didn't look at the schedule any further beyond that. So the power of Pistons championship coach Larry Brown coaching at SMU is actually not stack up here. I'll take Florida Atlantic in the points. This is actually a really solid game. Uh, Willie Taggart, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be taking over the helm for Florida Atlantic. However, they are going to get absolutely jail sex with NCAA violations after this bowl game. That's actually Glenn Spencer. Southern Miss is good. Oh, okay. Not fair enough. Willie Taggart, I don't know yeah. where, where Taggart's going then. But regardless, I th SMU was sweet for a while there, so I am going to take the Mustangs. Yeah, they have two losses to ranked teams, Memphis and Navy. Uh, FAU is not in that category. Neither is FSU right now. Uh, I'm going to go with SMU on this one. Don doesn't doesn't believe in the jail sexing. He, he thinks Florida Atlantic's got this. I, I'm all about the jail sexing. Uh, there's only two blemishes on SMU's records, and those were narrow losses, as Matt alluded to, to Memphis and Navy, two actually decent teams. Lane Kiffin is gone, so is any relevance that FAU had. 
SMU all day in this one. All right, we're traveling up the Gulf to Montgomery, Alabama, where Florida International is taking on Arkansas State, and Arkansas State's favored by two and a half. In the what bowl? The Camellia Bowl. Close enough. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm Camellia? Camellia. <laughs> what did I say? I said Camellia. What the hell did I say? Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> the Camellia. The Camellia Bowl. Oh, my f- That'd be God. Right. Right. Please have Goku outside welcoming people. So, Kamehameha Bowl comes down uh, to <laughs> the, the beautiful names of both of these teams. The Panthers, a little bit played out, but their logo is cool. And then you have the Red Wolves, and I've never seen a Red Wolf, so we're going to see the Red Wolves plenty of time in the end zone in this game. Give me Arkansas State. I'm not even going to front. I don't know shit about either of these teams, so I will take FIU just because. Uh, FIU beat Miami, and I think Miami would beat Arkansas State, so I'm going to go with FIU. Oh, that's transitive the great property. Transitive Very property. sound. Let's Thank you. Uh, Don says, don't use the transitive property. Don is picking Arkansas State. Uh, this game is just another example of the fact that there are too many bowl games, and with that, I am picking Arkansas State. Didn't he just yell at me about that very sentiment like two weeks ago? Uh, I don't remember two days ago. All right. We going to Sin City, boys, where you're not going to remember anything if you're doing it right. The Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, God where damn it, the dude. Boise State Broncos are screwed out of here playing so damn early. But anyway, they get a chance to send their former coach away, Chris Peterson, away to retirement by getting your ass whooped by the team you left for the team you went to. Boise State taking on Washington. The Huskies favored by three. The Washington's favored, and they're the worst team, which means I'm absolutely going to pick Boise State here as they bring the blue field and the blue fans to Dr. Manhattan, Washington. (laughs) This is interesting that a Las Vegas Bowl kicks so late. I don't remember the last time this Bulls kicked this late, but these matchups have been really solid lately. But not this time. Emotion takes over. Jacob Eason plays his best game of his career. I will take Washington and the points. Nah, hell no. Team so damn inconsistent, they might as well be the Michigan State Spartans. Can't roll with them. Can't win with them. Can't coach them. Can't play them. Nah. <laughs> Boise State. <laughs> give, me, give me the Broncos. Uh, we got a nice little back and forth here because Don is going back to Washington. And then I am coming back to Boise State. See, Washington... They have five losses, and they were all close games, all one-score games except for the 10-point loss to Stanford, but five losses. Boise's got one blemish on the season, yes, against a easier schedule, but they they lost to BYU by three, and other than that, they're perfect on the season. And you want a Washington team with ease and focus on the NFL, their coach leaving focused on the health of his family, and you want Washington, who has five losses in the Pac-12, to not only win, but win by more than a field goal. Get the fuck out of here. Moving on from one Sin City to essentially the other. The Big Easy, where in New Orleans, the RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, with Appalachian State, another one-loss team, taking on UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Oh, yeah, by the way, obviously, App State, big favorite, 16 and a half points. Yeah, there's absolutely no way that Appalachian State should be in this bowl game against this opponent that is a slap in the face of the Mountaineers, which is why I'm actually going to don Appalachian State with our first medal of the night. This is my hey. silver medal game. 
though, it's the second most confidence I have in any one of my picks that Alabama is going to run the Blazers off of the field. Perfect. Dylan, explain what Ryan just did real quick. Well, Ryan stole my thunder because I was going to give a medal for this game as well. So each of us, because everybody obviously knows, and with our picks, it's the same way. You rank the bowls based on confidence points, and you get points based on if your team wins. So, for example, if I were, like Ryan just said, if he is so certain about Appalachian State winning, he put them higher up, get more points. That's how it works. Uh, and I thought, because we're going against the spread, and no, ESPN don't have any balls, so they don't have confidence points for spreads, we would do it ourselves. Everybody has a bronze, a silver, and a gold. Obviously, it's third place, second place, first place of what picks you are most confident in. Ryan obviously has the second most confidence of all of his picks that App State will cover, and I have a bronze for the exact same thing. I think the Mountaineers are going to run this team at UAB in a conference title game. Got straight run by a substantially worse team. No chance. Mountaineers all the way. I got to think UAB is going to play defense better than they played in the conference USA championship game. But Appalachian State's just a different class of talent. I know they got coaching changes going on again, but... 16 and a half is a lot of points. 16. Is it just 16? Yeah, I don't know where you're oh, getting the half from. Just 16. Still a lot of points. Uh, I can see it, but I'm going to take a chance and go with UAB covering within 16. Me and Don, I, I mean, this is a tough game. When you have teams that are not that great, UAB has gotten murdered by everyone with a pulse this year. But who, who did Appalachian State play? They lost to freaking Georgia Southern. And who's going to get up more for this game? 16 points is a ton to cover when neither team is that great. And I'm going to take UAB to get up for this game and keep it close. We move on to Tampa, where UCF literally has a home game, because that's basically the central of Florida, and they're University of Central Florida. So basically a home game against Marshall. Uh, UCF a 17.5 point favorite in this one. That is much too many points for UCF. I do think they'll win, but it seems like it's a little bit more disrespectful to uh, to Marshall and, of course, the, the home of Randy, the greatest receiver of all time, Moss. So I will take the Thundering Herd to at least keep it closer than the experts think. Another Thundering Herd fantastic player when I used to watch on ESPN Classic from those teams way back in the day, Byron Leftwich and Chad Pennington. So I am going to pick the herd to cover, but yes, UCF will win. The only other AAC opponent that Marshall faced was Cincinnati, and they lost by 38. So going off of that alone, I'm going to use my bronze on UCF. Interesting. What is interesting is that all of the medal games have had three dissenters so far. Uh, Don is also backing your pick with Central Florida. I'm on, I'm on Marshall, and it's uh, UCF took a step back this year, and 17 and a half points is just a ton of points, and I just, I'm not backing shit teams to win by large margins, even against other shit teams. Moving on across the world, we go into Honolulu, Hawaii, where the Hawaii so Warriors... every fucking year. What? I know, I know, I know. The fuck? 
and Hawaii always gets their own. Oh yeah, they haven't played. So they haven't played a bowl game on land in a dozen years, and they're hosting like BYU on Christmas Eve, 8 p.m. Eastern, and I believe it is BYU favored by two in this one. Oh, man, if I lived in Hawaii, I'd never want to leave either. Uh, so I do think it's funny that they accept the bowl game before the season is even over. That seems like a <laughs> hilarious flex to me, at least. And with uh, Hawaii there, with all their family, because I'm assuming most of the players are Hawaiian, the, Ra- the Rainbow Warriors are going to win outright, which of course means that they'll cover the two. Ryan is stealing all my picks this year. I, I hope that's a good sign for me. Uh, Hawaii is who I'm going to pick as well. Hawaii is banned from actually coming to the mainland United States ever since that Sugar Bowl that they had against Georgia. So <laughs> They were undefeated. 40 to nothing. They were not undefeated. Colt Brennan, yes. yes. I love that man. Yes, it he was. was a beautiful I don't. Role. I don't because he, he – <laughs> yeah, because he died in that game. <laughs> that SEC team took that team to – to the woodshed. It's a bad Painful. matchup, okay? It was the worst matchup. But regardless, I will take away. The Cougars are hard to figure out, man. You, you upset SC and Boise State and Tennessee, who started playing well. You lose to Toledo. Like, how do you? My oh God. yeah, they, yeah. Hawaii got their ass handed to them against Georgia. That was a terrible matchup for them. This is a better matchup, uh, but you really don't know Jekyll or Hyde who's going to show up for BYU. Um, so with that, I have to take the rested home team and go with Hawaii. We're going to break this up a bit. Don and myself, we're all over BYU. Uh, I think this should actually be a really good game. Uh, but the big thing to me is Hawaii. The Rainbow, these Rainbow Warriors, they got two shots at Boise, and they got killed by them both times different types of games and murdered both times couldn't even hang with them with a second crack uh byu actually beat boise state and uh, not a lot of things to go off with these two teams but that's a that really stands out to me i'm gonna take byu in this go from one home game basically to another the walk-ons independence bowl in shreveport louisiana where louisiana tech is essentially hosting I can't believe I'm saying this. The Miami <laughs> Hurricanes. Damn, oh, how the mighty have fallen this year. Jesus. Miami is a six-point favorite playing the day after Christmas in Shreveport, Louisiana. I like the U just as a school, and I do think they win outright, but I think it's close, and it's a disappointing game for them. So I'm going to take the, the Bulldogs in this game. Also, the team name and mascot of my uh, my basketball team in seventh grade. This is my bronze, and that's going to Louisiana Tech. Rustin is only an hour and a half away from Shreveport, and you are the Miami Hurricanes playing in the Independence Stadium. Matt and I have both been there. It is in a slum. It's garbage. And to have go from the Orange Bowl of old to this, no chance. The Bulldogs are winning this game out. Right? You gotta th- My bronze win. <laughs> you got to think Miami's not exactly going to be up for this game. And there for what no it's worth, in this game. Skip Holtz is 5-0 and oh at Louisiana Tech in bowl games. So, you know, Apple not falling far from the tree in that mm-hmm. family. Uh, I'm going to roll with Louisiana Tech in this one as well. I don't think Miami's going to come to play very hard. Can, can Lou Holtz say the name of his son's team? Not anymore. 
<laughs> Those teeth uh, are slipping that, and sliding. That's going to make Don, for whatever reason, the only one picking Miami. Uh, Louisiana Tech has a lot more to play for. Miami is trash. Miami lost to FIU, which is a common opponent that Louisiana Tech did not lose to. Not to mention this is a home game for them against, to them, what is a great matchup. Uh, I have them winning outright, and I will make this my bronze medal game. We coming home, we coming home, tell the world we coming home. All right, we coming home for the Quick Lane Bowl, where Pittsburgh is coming home with three of ours, former defensive coordinator, to take on Eastern Michigan in a game that should have been Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. Would have been a much more interesting game, but oh, hell yeah. nonetheless, day but after Christmas, in Detroit, Eastern Michigan versus the Pittsburgh Panthers. And Pitt's One favored Eastern. by a lot. 11. 11. Goddamn. One, Eastern getting a bowl game over Toledo is cockinini. But, I mean, it's, it's yeah. fine because we got uh, we got our state here. But, man, Toledo beat them outright and then still got passed over for a bowl game. That's just not right. And uh, Pat Narduzzi and the Pitt Panthers are going to come into Ford Field and make it right just like Central Michigan couldn't get it done at what is essentially home for them. Eastern Michigan will not be able to either. Narduzzi is going to come back to Ford Field and have some very fond memories of the state as his Panthers just womp on the Eagles. This is not where anybody expected Pat Narduzzi to take Pittsburgh at this level, but they are still going to clown Eastern. And, man, they're doing such a great job over there at the factory, but no, I'm sorry, it's Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh, damn good defense. Second best in the ACC. Uh, offensively, not much. Not going to have to be to dominate Eastern Michigan. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling with the Panthers as well. Uh, this is a bad matchup for Eastern. And Don agrees. This one's our first unanimous game, which uh, it's probably not a good sign. But this is a Narduzzi homecoming no, of uh, sorts. Wasn't San Diego State Central unanimous? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No? Yes. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, all, all, all right, the bad. state my of bad. Michigan games. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how we Eastern know our games with Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know why Pittsburgh's in this game, but this is a terrible matchup for Eastern, who is lucky to even be here, and they are going to look like they are lucky to be here as they get murdered by 25. All right, moving on to the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. Oh, my fuck. Right? In, in in Navy Marine Corps in Memorial Stadium, Annapolis. Yes, in Annapolis, where the North Carolina Tar Heels are taking on the Temple Owls, and the Tar Heels are favored by four and a half. Well, Mac Brown will continue being a disappointment. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Temple goes ahead and so predictable outright, just like North Carolina losing on the court to Wofford. They're going to go ahead and lose to Temple. I knew I knew right most right, most predictable of the picks however I'm the exact opposite most unpredictable because I picked Temple as well I will take the hootie hoo owls <laughs> what the <laughs> Temple had the exact opposite of Tennessee season wise they started off great and then just fell apart uh, North Carolina kind of chugged along had a couple of really close games that could have been really something special I don't like the way Temple's been going. And Rod Carey, winless in bowl games for whatever that's worth at Northern Illinois. I'm going to roll with that trend. I will take the Tar Heels. 
Uh, Don's with these two losers picking Temple for absolutely no reason. North Carolina had a wildly up and down season, but they're going to finish on a Mostly high down. note with some Mac Brown momentum, baby. We go into hallowed ground. <laughs> the parking lot, at least, used to be across the street from it because they moved across the street. But we're going to Yankee Stadium where our Michigan State Spartans are taking on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Beautiful music going on in the background. <laughs> Our Spartans, <laughs> for whatever it's worth, is fa- are favored by four and a half. It's because they suck. Well, that doesn't what? make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Riding, riding our two-game win streak, r- coming off of our program win. Michigan State, it was said today that Brian Lewerke will be playing. He's going to go out on a high note as Michigan State and the Draymond Greens beat the absolute pee, urine, piss, if you want to call it that, out of Chris Paul's Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Chris Paul's snitching ass, and his football team's going to pay the price. <laughs> so just to clarify, you're picking Michigan State. Yes, he is. And just like our head coach, Ryan is a loser. And our whole team are a bunch of losers. Wake Forest is going to run our asses. They are actually a proficient offensive team. Don't know what that looks like. I hate this program more than life itself at this moment. I love them and I hate them all the same. I got infinite hate in my heart, as Eminem says. Fuck state, they lose. Uh, Dylan, Wake Forest was a proficient offense, and then Jamie Newman went down. Do we have any word, any more word, on him being able to actually play in this game? I'm going to give him all the PEDs in the world so he can play. You know who is so playing, can though? Spite this Kenny Willekes and Raekwon Williams, baby. Uh, it's always, it, has been, it has been a bad year to pick Michigan State to cover. That's true. And loser <laughs> But I have not believed much in Wake Forest this year either. I thought they were overhyped in the first place, and I think we'll be better prepared for this game than Wake Forest will be, so I'm going to go with Michigan State. Hey, way to be confident. Don with hate to match Dylan's is, of course, picking Wake Forest. Uh, my side, this game's going to be a slog. I, I don't know why anyone's watching this game. Even Michigan State and Wake Forest fans, like, do something better with I your sure December 27th Friday night, please. But if you are stuck watching this terrible game, as bad as MSU has been, they do have some things going for them. Wake Forest does not. They are a really bad football team. I will take Michigan State. The four and a half points, very tough to swallow. But, I mean, Wake Forest sucks, man. If you cannot beat them... By five plus points. Come on, what are we doing? To Houston, where a once former rivalry, the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Texas A&M Aggies, before the Aggies moved on to the SEC. To greener pastures. A&M favored by seven. This is one of the might be the most confusing spread to me, besides one of the other games that we'll get to um, in a bit. But I think Oklahoma State's a better team, and they're getting an entire. Well, basically an entire touchdown. Is it still seven? Yep. It's seven. Perfect. Cool, cool, cool. So they're getting an entire touchdown plus the extra point, and it's just not something that I can walk away from. Let's go, Cowboys. 
So Chuba Hubbard has indicated that he will play in this game before moving on to the NFL. And apparently Spencer Sanders is coming back a quarterback for whatever that's worth. I agree with everything Ryan said. I think Oklahoma State is the better team. I'll roll with the Cowboys. Should agree with what I said. <laughs> All you said was Chuba over and over again. <laughs> that means still in pick Texas A&M, right? No, no. That's what I got down. Absolutely. That's what I got down. <laughs> Uh, this one's going to be unanimous, and it's, it's us versus Vegas on this one. I'm super with Ryan. Uh, Oklahoma State's the better team, period. This spread is disrespectful. Uh, I don't get it. I, I don't. <laughs> what do they? What do, what do we not know? I, I mean, I, I get that the Big 12's whatever, but Jimbo Fisher has not lit the world on fire this year. Seven points? You're giving me yeah, seven Yeah, who, who, who would have guessed that? Not me. No. I mean, no. <laughs> I, I want to do this next one. This next one's fun. Oh, no, so, I get to do this next one. Got no, it. I just My called game. it. Ah. I, you can talk as much as you uh, want, but I want to announce this game. I will because talk. We have the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl in the San Diego County Credit Union Stadium that, guess what? is in San Diego, California. Shit, I would have never guessed. Wild. And we have a team called the University of Southern California, essentially kind of hosting a couple hours south from where they normally play, the Iowa Hawkeyes, who are favored by two points. This game, if we uh, if we were doing confidence points with all the medals and stuff, this would probably be my paper medal because I have no idea what way this game is going to go. But in the interest of hating Nate Stanley and the fact that USC is getting points and the game is in California, I will go ahead and pick the Trojans, feeling not particularly comfortable about it. But fight on, Trojans. Fight on. This is the first major bowl game that we have. I love this matchup, and so I'm reeling it back a second. I'm not talking about my pick right away because we're going to talk about it. Because this game is awesome. We have Clay Helton is coming back. And Kadon Slovis, uh, the name that I learned a week ago. Yeah, because it's not Kadon, it's Keaton. What the hell ever? I like, I like how I pronounce games. You clearly just it's, learned like this name last names. week. You don't even know how to Chubba. say his name. Chubba, 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 Chubba. Anyways, so I love this matchup. I think it's phenomenal. It's going to be the first must-watch game of the bowl season. USC has something to legitimately play for. And Iowa does not get their favor. I'm picking USC. Fight on, absolutely. I'm hype as hell. I want USC to be great. I love that team. I love that program. I want Will Ferrell to be going back to recruiting days. I miss that time when USC was relevant in this. I know the Rose Bowl was the same kind of thing where everybody thought, oh, USC is going to be back. I think this is going to be one of those things where you see K-Don really racking it up. I, I think he's going to be awesome in this game. I will take USC out. We have done a year's worth of 
podcast with this man, and plenty involving college football. And this is the first time I've heard him profess any love for USC. I'm oh, just that's saying. not true at all. You that's can ask Ryan, Ryan, and Ryan and Paul. True. Hundred percent true. No, on the cast. <laughs> no, seriously. Remember the fucking Texas USC game from like two years ago? Man, I was all anyway. up on that. Get out of here. No, 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 no. You don't get to be dishonest because I'm of a dishonest. very limited we recording have, time. We have yes, a yeah, year on the cast worth of tape, dude. For evidence. Oh my god. Never once professed. This any is the love problem. For is, the Trojan. I'm surprised have we you talked knew about fight USC on Trojan football. <laughs> why the hell have it? Why? Oh my god. Why in a year of recording time only have we not heard you talk about the USC so Trojans? Mad. I'm sorry. When have we talked about them at all? So what mad. the fuck? is this? So He's so the mad. fuck out of here. So I mean, we, we, we talked about them in picks. He's so mad. Motherfucking so damn it. Anyway, I'm... Disre- you're disrespecting like college football disre- disrespected Dwayne Jarrett. I'm How dare you? That these poor bastards in Southern Cal have to deal with Clay Helton again and again and again. But they are the better team, and they should win this game out. Uh, forget, I can't believe that Iowa is favored. Um, USC's a better program, better team, and I think they're going to prove it. Uh, when is this? The 27th of December at 8 o'clock Eastern. Matt, 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 you never talked about USC before on this cast. How could you say they're the better so team? So I actually think this is going to be a fantastic game, maybe. I hope. I think this has the markings of a really good game. And uh, I love a couple years ago went out west, and they got embarrassed in the Rose Bowl. Oh, it was it was bad. It, it was not a good game, and a lot of people were hype on Iowa that year. It was 2015. They were runner-ups. MSU escaped them in the Big Ten Championship. Escaped. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Man, we had a nine-minute drive. We were a How is that down escaping? away from losing? But okay. Anyway, what does matter? Uh, the Big Ten, in general, has a really rough schedule ahead of them. And it, it, I do not expect this bowl season to go the way the past few have, where they really roll. Uh, I do think the Big Ten is very good, but I think we have a lot of poor matchups. I initially thought this was one of them, but it's not. I, Clay Helton is absolute trash. USC is not good. I don't care who is that quarterback from them. What overrated First time I'm hearing about it from you. That's not going to do anything in the NFL is playing quarterback from them. There is no way in the world that Clay Helton should have come back. And their 81st worst in Rutgers recruiting class reflects how bad and how far their trash-ass program has fallen. Iowa, for as hard as they are to watch at times, they have three losses this season by a combined 14 points. All one-score games. The worst game that they lost this season was a 10-3 game to Michigan. That was the worst that they did all season. They took good teams to the wire, and they also beat good teams, something that USC can't even comprehend to pretend to do. Vegas has Iowa favored for Vegas has Iowa favored for a reason, and Iowa is going to march out. Listen, USC can't get people to come Come to their goddamn home games. You think they're going to the San hey, Diego hey, County hey. Credit Union Holiday Bowl to watch Here's their the loser ass team? These people are sending their gear to the administration. They hate their president and AD and coach so much. They are, they don't even want to go 
to the campus and you think they're going to show up at what should be a home game? No, Iowa is going to be there in large and Iowa is going to turn that into a sea of motherfucking Pittsburgh yellow and they are going to roll these poser ass bitches from California. What I've learned from this segment is that if you haven't talked about USC in the last year, then you can't make a pick on them. That's all I've learned. We hop in the car and drive on I-8 out to the 10. Five hours, you're in Phoenix, where Air Force is taking on Washington State, and Air Force is favored by three. I don't know why Air Force is favored in the Cheez-It Bowl, especially when you have Mike Leach, who coaches the Washington State Cougars, who I guarantee likes Cheez-Its more than any other coach in the country, (laughs) and he has a beautiful mullet to go with. Give me the Cougars all day in this one. That was a phenomenal anecdote, but I'll tell you why. Because Air Force is 10-2. and two. They're phenomenal, and they are going to win this game outright. I will take Air Force. Respect. So Washington State has blown a 32-point lead <laughs> and given up 50 points in under 20 minutes. And they are facing a option offense that they have not faced at all this year with a not very good defense in the first place. I like Air Force's chances in this one. Don, I mean, I think Don likes Cheez-Its, too. Right, Don's going with Washington State and the Cheez-It eating Mike Leach's, apparently. I would like to shout out to this bowl for being very simple. It is the Cheez-It Bowl at Chase Field, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> it is so clean compared to all this other garbage we have around us. Ironic that we're calling junk food clean, but really it is, and I respect that. You know what else I respect? I respect an Air Force team who I do understand why they're favored by three points. Uh, I don't understand. Damn, uh, I don't understand what Ryan's talking about. I know that I watch I watch Washington State blow a gazillion point lead to trash ass UCLA, and I think they gave up like 63 points. And then after the game, Cheez It loving Mike Leach sat there and was like, Our fat cows that like Cheez Its, they like eating more no, than they great. like playing football. <laughs> yeah, and you're picking that team over a 10 and 2 Air Force team. What the hell is wrong with you? Baby. What is wrong with you? I believe the actual I, I believe the actual quote was them and their fat girlfriends. I think that was the actual quote. It was, it was pretty funny though. <laughs> All right, we had the Jerry World, Arlington, Texas. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl in this year's installation involves the Memphis Tigers and the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State favored by a touchdown. The, t- the touchdowns a lot, but I do think that Penn State has something to prove in uh they have something to prove in this game, and I think that they do that with, you know, people calling them uh, frauds. They're not as good as their record, yada, yada. They shouldn't be a top-10 team. Um, I do think Penn State's out for, for some blood, and I do like the Lions over the Tigers in this instance. This is my gold. You this bitch. is absolutely <laughs> my gold. Penn State is going to annihilate this team. I like I, I love Memphis. I've I've made that known already. Unlike USC, <laughs> but with Penn State, I I mean, my God, they are going to straight up destroy this team. We've seen this story before. A better Western Michigan team wasn't even able to keep up with Wisconsin. Penn State. Oh man, this is this is going to be super rough. Yeah, this is my silver. I'm rolling with Penn State as well. Memphis uh, losing their head coach, Mike Norvell. Goodbye. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That's and that's some turmoil. And this is a different situation that I think Penn State is going to be much better prepared for than Memphis. So give me the Nittany Lions. 
Uh, Don says, fuck your Nittany Lions. He's a uh, Memphis all day. Myself, I, I was... Everything you guys have said had me initially like, yeah, Penn State is going to roll this team. But the thing about Penn State is they haven't rolled anyone all season. They don't do it. They only score 29 points on Rutgers. I, 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 we, our Sports Carnage podcast could get the rest of the DSN crew and score more than 29 points at Rutgers. All right. They don't blow anybody out. And this is a tough game to pick because Memphis's problem is they don't play defense. So there's going to be points in this game. And Penn State definitely has a better defense. And I expect Penn State to win this game. They just don't blow teams out, especially good teams. And Memphis is not bad. I, I have to take Memphis in this one with Don. We move to Orlando, where another team that has fallen on hard times in this one, the Camping World Bowl and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Hold on. Where is the Camping World Bowl played? Orlando. What? What stadium? I said this. In Camping World Stadium. It's very I don't give important. a fuck the name of the stadium. It's very important. Really don't care about the name it, of the stadium. Anyway, Notre just, Dame adds to is taking on Iowa State, and the Fighting Irish are three and a half point favorites. They will cover every bit of that three and a half points. I know Iowa State did just extend Matt Campbell, but it's not going to matter. Notre Dame just has too much talent for the Cyclones team that uh, started the year with some pretty lofty expectations for how they were going, lost to Iowa, and then it seemed like their season just kind of fell apart after that. I'm sorry, I thought that game was way later in the schedule. My bad. (laughs) Regardless. Notre Dame, the multitude. I I expect it to be double digits. Uh, Same. Notre Dame 6-2 against bowl teams this year. Iowa State's 1-5. That tells me enough right there. I'll go with the Fighting Irish. Don is going to be the lone dissenter on this one picking Iowa State. Notre Dame is just a better team. Iowa State is playing a lot better lately. At one point, lost to Oklahoma, followed that up by beating Texas, but then they capped the year by losing to freaking Kansas State. So, uh, what do you make of them? Notre Dame, slightly disappointing season, but still a good team. Just a better team than Iowa State. You have to take them here. To Dallas, where Western Kentucky taking on Western Michigan. Yes, we are skipping the two big ones that also play on the 28th. We'll get back to those in a little bit. This is on the 30th, and Western Kentucky, four-point favorites over the Broncos of Western Michigan. Hmm. Western Kentucky, 8-4 and four on the year, also 8-4 and four against the spread. Um, so just kind of with that being the trend, I will take the Hilltoppers to top the Broncos here, although I do enjoy Kalamazoo. It is a fabulous city. Kalamazoo is not a fabulous city, well, but Western too. Michigan Jesus. Western Michigan is going to be the lone state of Michigan team to actually win their bowl game. I will take the Fighting Broncos. Disagree. Give me them Hilltoppers that finished out strong, blowing out Arkansas. Pretty sure they got their head coach fired. Uh, <laughs> finished strong in the year. Broncos this year, not, not impressive. They just were just kind of a middle-of-the-road team. So I will go with the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Uh, Don is also hilltop and uh, myself, I, I don't fucking know. Go Broncos. <laughs> to Nashville, the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl, where oh <laughs> the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the Louisville Sluggers. <laughs> no, fuck you all. That's the Louisville true. Cardinals <laughs> and Mississippi State favored by four in this one. Favored by four. However, Louisville, of course, was the home and the team that was not cowardice 
and they gave Lamar Jackson a shot to go ahead and run the NFL. <laughs> so, of course, I have to go ahead and pick the Cardinals in this one. Scott Satterfield has done a fantastic job resurrecting Louisville after Petrino decided to fuck them over again. <laughs> I will take the slugging Cardinals to pound down the Bulldogs. Nah. Speaking of pounding down, the Bulldogs pound the rock. Louisville sucks at stopping that. And uh, that tells me time of possession. That tells me Louisville's offense not going to be on that much. I will go with the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Uh, Don is on that train. I'm not. I mean, listen. Louisville lost to Miami, but Mississippi State lost to Tennessee. That's the caliber of teams that we're dealing with here. One is not like the other. That's not true. That is not true. Tennessee is garbage, and I will stand by that. We'll get to them in a minute. I'm going to take Louisville because both these teams are trash, and you're giving me four points to do it. We go to Santa Clara, California for the Red Box Bowl, where California, Berkeley, California, all of about 40 minutes away from Santa Clara, uh, Cal is hosting Dillon's Fighting Illini of Illinois. Lovey! The Bears getting a home game in this one, and they are a six and a half point favorite to show for it. Illinois kind of had an inexplicable loss at the end of the year to Northwestern. They lost by 19, and they only put up 10 points. Uh, home game two, very embarrassing. But they are also going to embarrass Cal in this game. They get a whole touchdown, and they're, uh, to me, Illinois is just a better team. In this game, they still got Lovey Smith, still got Reggie Corbin, um, Brandon Peters. I don't know if it's just Big Ten bias, and because I've seen them, but I'll take the fighting Illini all day in this game. Man, I'm really liking these Pac-12 Big Ten matchups, especially this year. I think this game is going to be way better than the Red Box Bowl of last year, and I think that Lovey Smith is going to take revenge on a bear of some kind. So I will take Illinois. Uh, Illinois turns the ball over a ton. Cal does not. And when Illinois doesn't win the turnover battle, they don't win the game. And so all this math tells me, go with the Bears. I will go with Cal. Uh, I guess we're mostly outside of West Coast dipshit over here. <laughs> uh, we're all on that. <laughs> shit! <laughs> we're all on that These big personal attacks train. are hurting my feelings. <laughs> I- I'm going to be honest. Both of these teams have had a, a wildly up and down season. Uh, I'm going to roll Peterson the points. I apologize, Matt. I, I-, I couldn't think of the word that I... <laughs> I had a word in mind that I wanted to use for you. This West Coast motherfucker. <laughs> and I-, I don't know. That wasn't it. But it-, it-, it it is what it is. I love you, Matt. It's all good fun. Another almost kind of sort of home game. We go to... Ah, there it is. <laughs> we go to Miami. Miami Gardens, to be exact. This game does For the Capital exist. One Orange Bowl, where the Florida Gators... <laughs> are essentially hosting the Virginia... I can't believe this. The Virginia Cavaliers and the Gators are 14 and a half point favorites. What a waste. The Gatorade namesake and the Florida Gators uh, in this game... I mean, last year they dropped a bomb on Michigan, so 15 is a lot, but maybe they go ahead and drop a bomb again. Give me the Gators in this game to cover every single one of those points. I'll be honest, I'd rather abstain. There are no winners in this game. This is the most pathetic ass game I've ever seen. And you know what? New Year's is New Year's Eve is the day after this game. I'm not gonna treat it like that though. Eight o'clock on a on a what is that, a Sunday night? I'm just gonna get blitzed like hell. No chance am I gonna be picking a team in this one. I'll take the L. I don't no, care. No, no. 
Fine. You know what? Fine. This is going to be Red Box Bowl 2.0. I will take Virginia to cover only because both these teams suck major ass. If Virginia scores more than 13 points, I will be stunned. So now Florida's just got to get to 27. Can they? Yes. And Dan Mullins Will they? Is, I know, right? No. And he's great in bowl games. Dan Mullins <laughs> been really good in bowl games. He's 6-2 and two overall. Uh, and they are going to beat Virginia. It's just the 14 and a half that's a real problem. Uh, but I'll, for whatever reason, they seem to step it up in bowl season. So I'll roll with the Gators. Don is rolling with the Gators. Uh, Florida is a lot better than Virginia, I guess. But what a gross matchup. A gross spread. Like every, This is the stupidest game I've ever seen in like a relevant <laughs> bowl. It, it like, insults so me. Dumb. And then... You can't give me like a nice, I don't know, seven and a half point spread or something. No, it's got to be 14 and a half. And I got to look at Virginia, who I know technically has the potential to score, but Florida has actually played kind of decent against decent teams. It's just stupid. It's just a stupid game. But I have to back the Gators because Virginia's not good. I don't know why Virginia's ranked. I don't know why Florida's in the top 10. I don't know why this game exists. But because I have to pick this game, I'm going to pick Florida. And I'm not going to watch a minute of this game. I know I'm literally going to sit there watching nothing because there's nothing else on. But I'm going to have Gamecast on my phone updating the score. And I'm just going to be getting pissed because neither team it's going to be like a wishy-washy will they cover won't they cover this game's trash i'm not going to watch it like this is stupid ryan will appreciate this 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 game smug aura mocks me (laughs) disgusting you know who should have been in this goddamn game is alabama (laughs) and you will get to that uh so must florida God. It's New Year's Eve, it's noon, you're just waking up because you know you wanted to sleep in because you're going to have a long night, and you need some background noise, so you put on the Belk Bowl, where Virginia Tech takes on Kentucky, and the Hokies are two and a half point favorites in this one. Two and a half, Kentucky is nine and three against the spread though, um, not enough to make me reconsider my pick, but pretty close. Uh, I do want Virginia Tech in this game, if not, you know, for any reason other than the fact that them and Virginia are going to be the two teams who keep stomping on Mac Brown's dream to win the division. So give me the Hokies in this game. Finish what Michael Vick started. We don't want to finish anything that Michael Vick started. That's why I will take Kentucky. <laughs> Uh, I think you need to throw the ball more than like 11 times a game to beat Virginia Tech, and Kentucky just really doesn't do that. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Hokies in this one. I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't know what these second-rate-ass teams. I, Kentucky's <laughs> a basketball school. Give me Tech. Flip a coin. <laughs> oh, Don had Kentucky, though. Fuck Kentucky. Good for him. To, God, these poor bastards. To El Paso, Texas, where I have personally <laughs> driven through. Refusing to stop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Riveting story. <laughs> refusing to stop for a reason. For the battle of the backups, we got Florida State <laughs> taking on Arizona State in this one. 2 p.m. on New Year's Eve. The Sun Devils are four and a half point favorites in this one. You buried the lead, which is that's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't mention that. Right? But the Sun Devils it's in the Sun Bowl be are going to have a great performance. <laughs> oh, Herm God. Edwards and the Sun Devils, Jaden Daniels, are going to get all four and a half of those points, and they're going to run with them. Sun Devils all day. A.S. who? A.S. you. 
I'll tell you what, there's so many things wrong with this bowl. Number one, when I saw the Sun Bowl, I was like, oh, Arizona State plays a home game. But, nope. Second off, I don't understand why it's not the Raisin Brand Sun Bowl. Come on, guys. Thirdly, great story by Matt, because that's going to describe how I'm going to experience this game. I'm just going to drive straight through it and never stop. And I will take Arizona State. Good God. So this could have been a very interesting game. However, Florida State is going without their leading rusher in Cam Akers. And Arizona State is going without their leading rusher in Eno Benjamin and their leading receiver in Brandon Ayuk. Doesn't that so make it even more interesting? It's all backups. No. No, no. it does not. Oh, Especially not when you have a freshman quarterback in Jaden Daniels at Arizona State and you just took away his playmakers. So what the hell do you expect him to do? I Look, you all know my bias, so I'm not going to say who, that I'm going to pick who I probably should pick for this game. So who I use who? I'm gonna go with Florida State. Well, you're not alone. Your medals. Don also went with Florida State. Uh, I'm gonna make this simple. Florida State is a bad football team. Arizona State is a less bad football team. Give me Arizona State. To the home of one Jerry the King Lawler, Memphis, Tennessee, where the Navy midshipmen are taking on the Kansas State Wildcats. And Navy is, of course, favored in this one by two and a half. All of Michael Beasley and his week-long <laughs> stint with the Pistons is not enough to overcome um, what Navy is bringing to the table. The one military academy, because Air Force is garbage, Army is super trash, the one naval or not naval the one military academy that is is worth a damn i mean you were right with the first thing too naval academy that's correct (laughs) navy the one naval academy guys you are technically correct the best kind of correct oh dude this game is hard to pick which is all the more reason why i think it's going to be phenomenal because kansas state plays the hell up against really difficult opponents but navy looked so good I, to steal Paul's phrase, this is absolutely Paul's phrase, I'm waffling like a mother on this one. I will take the midshipman, even though in the picks I pick Kansas State. I'm changing it right now. So, for all their playing upness that Kansas State does, they allow five yards per rush. <laughs> and mm. Navy does nothing but run the damn ball. That's, they threw passing touchdowns against Army. I watched that game. <laughs> Congratulations. Navy is going to roll. Midshipman. All day, all night, give me our defenders of the oceans. So, we are unanimous in this, but I feel much more like Dylan than I feel like you guys. I do think Navy is a bit better, but this is a tough game to me to pick. And it's going to be a tough game on the field. I actually think this is going to be one of the more underrated bowls on the schedule. I think this should be a nice, fun game to watch. Definitely a clash of styles. Like you said, Kansas State gets gouged in the run game, and they're going to see plenty of it in Navy, but it's a very different kind of run game. And let's not act like the Big 12 doesn't field some decent offenses. It's all the Big 12 does. Uh, I am going to take Navy in this one. We are unanimous, but I definitely don't feel as confident about it as you guys do. To my alma mater's hometown, Tucson, Arizona. For a game worthy of being played in their stadium, let me tell you. The Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, where Wyoming is taking on Georgia State. And the 
Broncos, yes, the Broncos of Wyoming are favored by a touchdown. They're the Cowboys. The Cowboys? There's a Bronco on their helmet. <laughs> there is a Bronco well, with a, a man with a cowboy, cowboy, cowboy a horse. hat riding. It's a cowboy on a horse. Look, I had a 50-50 shot of getting it wrong, and I did. You, uh. well, <laughs> speaking of their helmets and that Bronco Cowboy remix they got going on, that logo is ugly as shit, which is why <laughs> Georgia so State their colors. is going to win this game outright. Oh, I feel like they were the last God. school on the country in the country to pick colors, and they were like, "Oh, all we got left is white and brown." It, it also has a bit of gold, yellowish, piss-colored <laughs> nonsense in there. It's uh, like but a Craig Bull's glowing turd. If Craig Bull was a little younger, I think that he absolutely would steal away a Pac-12 job. He's a fantastic coach, and I think that he is just going to coach circles around Georgia State. I will take the actual running, gunning cow pokes. Uh, yeah, everything Georgia State did after upsetting Tennessee uh, was not great, and I don't know if they're ready for this kind it's of situation. It's almost like Tennessee's bad. Not, they are bad. Uh, <laughs> but I think Wyoming is more prepared for this. They've been in the situation before. Georgia State, this is all very new to them. I don't think they're quite ready yet. Uh, I will go with Wyoming. Uh, Don's a good old classic cowboy himself, so you know where he's going. Uh, I want to amend I'm- something I said earlier in Dylan did harp on it, and he is correct. I gave him shit for it. It's not that there's too many bowl games. I, I misspoke my intentions earlier when I said there's too many bowl games. What there is is too many bowl games for me to sit here and pretend like I care about enough to actually pick. I don't know. This feels like... How is that not the this, same thing? No, it's not the same thing. Because bowl games' purpose, not every one of them is for my entertainment. They serve many other purposes besides just making me happy. And it's a very cool thing that we have going. The point is, both of these teams suck. I don't know who the hell is going to win this game or by how many, but it seems like too many points, so I'm going to take Georgia State with a touchdown cover. We head down the most... In the uh, hey, I want to do this one. This is my time because I want to frame this accurately for all of the world to see. It's not going to be accurate. It's all bias. It is. No, quiet you. Quiet you. All of it. Quiet. I'm tired of this Uh. because guess what? We have on Tuesday. This is the last last game before the new year. Before we get to hear Texas is back again. We have the most unfair spot in the entire history of man, and that is the Utah Utes, number 11 in the country, with two losses on the year, playing in a pseudo-home game in the Valero Alamo Bowl in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, two and a half hours away from Austin. This is bullshit, Ryan and everybody else, explain why Utah is not going to cover the seven-point spread against Texas. They're not going to cover because they're frauds, and they've been frauds. They already lost to half of the 2006 Roll Bowl company. Now they're going to lose to the other half. And just like last year where that feeling uh, Texas was going to beat Georgia outright, same type of feeling this year. We are going to run it back with Sam Ellinger. Let's go, Texas. Let's go, Longhorns. I hate this shit. And I've made my feelings known. Obviously, Utah's going to lose. You went from almost being in the college football playoff to playing a road game against an, uh, just a complete shit Texas team. Texas is going to run the hell out of Utah. I feel so bad for the Utes. Almost. They didn't almost anything. All they did was get there and get their ass handed to them by Oregon, who was a much better team <laughs> and improved it. And Utah, really nice season. 
but you're not that good, and it shows with the bowl game you were given. Uh, I'm going with the Longhorns in this one. Hook them. I don't understand how often I've heard the word fraud in the last three minutes, and yet not talking about the fucking what seven and five or whatever the hell Texas is. How are they? How are they frauds at seven and five? How does that make you a fraud? How are they no, they're not frauds because, because they're, they're playing at home. A playoff potential team. Listen, I both hate their of these teams, both of these teams had much higher aspirations to begin the season, but Utah came in ranked 15. Now they're ranked 11. Texas came in ranked, ranked, and now they're trash because that's what they are is trash. Listen, this should actually be a good game for the reasons that Dylan is so fearful. Texas is absolutely going to pull up to play up to try to salvage this season, and they do have a solid offense. They do have a good quarterback, and you have Utah coming in here to in a tough spot with a huge letdown. All they had to do is win that game, and you're in the playoff, and now you're stuck here. But the thing is, this isn't. Alabama missing the playoff. Utah does not expect to be in the playoff year in and year out. This is still a big game to them against what to Utah is a big time team. And seven points is a lot against a good offense in Texas, but I'm Utah baby with this all day with a big bounce back. It's one o'clock, New Year's Day. It's a new year. You're hungover as shit. I thought shit. you were talking about all right you now. I was want. like, holy shit, this cast has gone too long. <laughs> All you want is some orange juice or a big bowl of citrus. Well, you're in luck because we got the citrus bowl for you. Brought to you by Airbnb's competitor, VRBO, where never even heard Paul's of home, really? home of homes, his heart of homes, the University of Michigan Wolverines are finally getting their shot to take on the big, bad, mighty former Michigan State coach Nick Saban. And his Alabama Crimson Tide. And shocker of all shockers at how low this number is, but Bama favored by a touchdown. I would like to invite Paul Feinbaum on the cast to stand up on our platform and give Alabama our gold medal <laughs> confidence in this game that they will absolutely put the ever-living Friday Night Smackdown and Monday Night Raw all over the Wolverines, just like they've done to us in the last two bowl games we played them, just like they did to Michigan in the 2012 opener, I want to say. Uh, Alabama, they just got too much talent. Even without Tua, Michigan is not they're not up to snuff with Alabama. It's a very awful draw for them. It's a very good draw for Alabama uh, to be able to beat down on a team that they might have some recruiting battles with and show everybody in the country what most people should already know is that these two teams just aren't on the same level um, despite their ranking being 13 and 14 but give me Alabama in this game give me them big and give me the gold man I'll tell you what I I any Michigan fan who is going to be watching this game we empathize with you no matter how much hate comes across we know exactly how you are going to feel. We've had that happen twice. And I don't know, you know, everybody has their kinks. Everybody gets off on weird stuff. That's humans. Humans are sexually aroused by weird things. And apparently Nick Saban just gets really erect at beating the piss out of the state of Michigan. Because he's going to do it again. It's going to be his Cialis. He's going to have a good night after this drubbing. Alabama's going to be winning by double digits. Even without Tua, Alabama's bringing in the best receiving core in college football, and we saw what Ohio History. State's passing game did to the Wolverines again. Uh, and 
Yeah, I mean, they're going to do better against Alabama than we did against Alabama. But again, this is not a college football playoff. So I don't know if Alabama is as hyped for it. But it's Michigan. You get up to play Michigan. It's just the way it is as much as Dylan hates it with their name. He's going to be up for this one regardless of who's at quarterback. He's got his receiving core. He's got his running backs. Michigan, good luck to you trying to stop that offense. Uh, I'm going with the Crimson Tide. So when the... When I put the bowl game list together today, I jotted down a couple quick notes just for later. And when I got to this game, I wrote L M F A O R I P Michigan. To let bowl you games know, matter, right? No, this game matters, which is why this is so devastating. It, we talked on cast already how stupid this matchup is. There's no reason that Alabama should be here. Alabama's absolutely the second best team in the SEC, and we have 10 teams ahead of them in bullpecking order, apparently. And somehow they are ranked 13th in the country because despite playing the worst game they've played in 50 years and throwing like multiple pick sixes and turning the ball over 18 times, they still barely lost on the road to their biggest rival in Auburn, and that drops them all the way to 13. Absurd, with a backup quarterback in a bad spot, but whatever, pointless. Uh, Michigan, so <laughs> Michigan has some fatal flaws this year, and one of them is we have an undersized defensive line, and we struggle containing the run. And that's really bad. That's why we got our ass absolutely blasted against Wisconsin, which if we were to play them now would be a different game, but still a bad matchup for us. It is why we had no hope of containing Ohio State because they were able to run all over us. Then we have to dictate more resources to the run. Then it opens up the pass. It's a disaster. The problem is Alabama presents those matchups even worse against us. They have the best offensive line in college football. They have a good running back in Najee Harris, who should have been at Michigan. Go fuck yourself. They have legitimately the best receiving core in the history of college football. And it's not even close. They have three guys that are going to be picked in the first round of the NFL draft. And they have exceptional balance. What makes them such a great receiving core is they have a guy in Jerry Judy who's legitimately one of the best pure route runners to ever come out of the college football game. At his age, people develop as they get older, but for a college kid to run routes the way he does is insane. Then they have a guy who might break 4-3 in the 40. I mean, he literally might run in the 4-2s. That's how fast he is. And then they have another receiver that's better than both of them. Now, I am on record stating many times receiver is the least valuable position in football. As far as one player's ability to impact a game, receiver is the worst in football, which is fine. What's not fine is we have absolutely no way to stop Alabama if they decide that they just want to hand the ball off and go straight up the middle 700 times in this game. And what makes that super a problem is when they do that, and when they run us all up and down the field, we're going to have to make adjustments, stack the box, do something, right? Who the fuck is gonna cover their receivers then? Me? You? I, we only have so many Ambry Thomases in Levert Hills. Like we don't, and if we're using half of them to stop the run that we're not gonna stop, they're gonna, they can literally do on offense whatever they want to against us. 
The only reason this game is going to be watchable, other than the fact that I am a Michigan fan, is Alabama's defense is not great shakes. They're not terrible, but they're certainly vulnerable, and our offense is rounding into shape, and we are going to score points. I absolutely take the over in this game, because we are going to score points. The only prayer in any hell Michigan has of this game remaining close is not just winning the turnover battle, but winning it like fucking six to one. Like we have to score a special teams touchdown, we have to score a defensive touchdown, and we have to have way more possessions than them. Because if they have the fucking ball, we are going to get embarrassed and it's going to be bad. So we need the ball, presumably the entire fucking game to have a prayer. The only second saving grace is we might get our ass kicked so bad in this game, Jim Harbaugh says, fuck you, Shea Patterson. Dylan McCaffrey gets to get run into the fire, which I actually don't expect to happen because it's Shea's last game. And if we're getting beat that bad, I'm not even sure if you want to throw McCaffrey into that. But give me something, right? Especially since, I don't know, this is just depressing. I'm very upset about this game. Uh, none of us, even Don, this is how hopeless this game is. Don picked Alabama. Oh, you mean Don Drysdale, who famously said they go undefeated? Michigan Don picked Alabama on this game. I mean, this is... It's such a stupid matchup, and it's not even... It's not Michigan's fault. Like, we shouldn't be fucking playing Alabama. This is <laughs> How bullshit. do you think we fell? How do you they think we fell? Stupid. Stop. No, no. This is different. You had 11 <laughs> wins. They had 9. Okay? This is ridiculous. This is absurd. There's no way that Alabama should not have a New Year's Six Bowl. They were a freak injury and a bunch of freak plays from going to the playoff. Even without Tua, we're probably going to the playoff and just imploded and still barely lost at Auburn. This is stupid. Like, I'm so mad. Alabama by 100. All right. So if on New Year's Day you get tired of watching the SEC smack around the Big Ten... Don't switch Skip over to the, the Outback Bowl because you're probably going to end up seeing the same thing where Auburn is going up against Minnesota in Tampa and the Tigers are favored by a touchdown. Yeah, the, the boat's not going to be rowing here. This is one of the games where you're going to hear a lot of the SEC is way, way better than the Big Ten because Auburn's going to put the smack it down on Minnesota and it won't be pretty. Give me the Tigers over the Gophers. Much like what would happen if a Tiger and a Gopher ever uh, cross paths in nature. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is going to be brutal. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> that visual. That was so good. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is awful. And also <laughs> the legend fair. of Bo Nix grows. So the legend of I 50% grow, passer Bo Nix. Suck on I Bo Nicks. grow with Bo Nix and yeah. So, Bo Nix by a 1,000. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's played much better competition this year than pretty much anything Minnesota has faced this year. Uh, to me, that's going to make them much more battle-tested going up against better athletes. Better athletes than Minnesota has. Auburn should roll this one. I'll go with the Tigers. I hope he knows something we don't, but Don inexplicably picked Minnesota. Do you guys he remember, needs a Big Ten win on New Year's Do you guys Day. remember about a half hour ago <laughs> when I said the Big Ten is really good? But we're gonna not look very good this bowl it was season. Like ten minutes ago. Well, it feels like forever. Well, yeah, it was. It was pre monologue. Yeah, true. It was pre Rick and Morty. If we picked out, <laughs> you son of a bitch. If we picked out a slate, if we did a Big Ten SEC challenge, kind of like we do with the ACC in basketball, and went down the list, none of these teams that are playing each other would be playing each other. 
Michigan would not be playing Alabama. Minnesota would not be playing Auburn. Like, this is ridiculous. And we are going to get our ass kicked as a conference on big stages. And the narrative is going to be the same bullshit that it is all the time, even though it's not true. And we're not going to have anything to say about it because the fucking boat is going to be ripped in pieces all up and, God, all up and <laughs> down the goddamn field. They're going to take, they're going to take an oar and shove it so far up PJ Fleck's ass, his glasses are going to fall off. His stupid oh, fucking sunglasses candy. that he wears regardless <laughs> of where he is. I like Minnesota. I like what they did this year. I like Turn PJ that song Fleck. Sideways. This is not the game that they should be in against Auburn. Let's go on to another Big Ten L. <laughs> uh, the best chance the Big Ten probably has, though, of winning a bowl game on New Year's is Fuck out you. in Pasadena, where the Rose Bowl, and I don't give a damn who it's presented by, the Rose Bowl <laughs> is having the no, Wisconsin... No, I'm with him be- on no, this one. I am no. I'm this with him. I don't one. give a damn this about sponsoring this one. The Outback Rose bowl. bowl gets to be just the Outback Bowl, and we got to present the Rose Bowl by some goddamn mutual fund? Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, nope. Give me the Wisconsin Badgers and the Oregon hey, Ducks. And the Badgers are right. Yeah, the Badgers are two and a half point favorites. Right? That doesn't seem <laughs> it, uh, you would think true. Of Oregon, but, but yeah. God. I I just made this joke, but I thought of a better one. You cannot leave out Northwestern Mutual because it's the only time Northwestern is going to get mentioned next to the Rose Bowl. For this game, though, Nin- nah, nineteen ninety five says what? Exactly. So for this game, were you watching it in your baby crib? I do expect Oregon to go ahead and take care of business in this game against Wisconsin. I was very high on Oregon, obviously, against Utah in their uh, Pac-12 championship game. And the fact that they're getting points, uh, you know, the worst case scenario to me is Wisconsin wins by three and it ends up being a push. So we drop it off anyway. So I'm very confident that the it, Ducks it, will it go it ahead and be a push run roughshod all over Wisconsin. And a half, but it's... Ah, it's three here. Regardless, here's the thing. I'm going to help everybody out with this in the Big Ten world. This bowl season is going to suck major, major ass. Wisconsin and Oregon have played before. We have seen this story before. Better Wisconsin teams have lost to Oregon. This is a huge talent mismatch. We've seen what Oregon does to red and white teams before. There will be Badger blood all over the field. Oregon by a thousand as well. It's gonna be hilarious when Michigan State's the only Big Ten team to win their bowl game. You uh, yeah, for you it. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got the two best, probably the two best offensive line. lines, or not two of the best offensive lines for damn sure going up in this one. Got some NFL appeal, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor. I think Herbert's got a few more weapons. I want to see Cone just come out and just sling it. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, God, I really want It's not. I know. I, everything just ain't just pick Oregon. But I got to I gotta have one chance at a Big Ten win on New Year's Day. So I'm throwing it towards Wisconsin. I mean, uh, listen, as mad as I am about the Big Ten, and this game is another rough-ass matchup, but this is actually a legit matchup at least. Wisconsin's favorite for a reason. And it's not because they're going to get ran in this game. They're not getting ran. This should be an excellent game. This should be a fantastic Rose Bowl. Wisconsin's hogs up front are going to push around Oregon's front. They're going to be able to move the ball. It is going to open up things in the passing game. And just like the 1950s, that's still very much how Wisconsin runs things. They open up the passing game through the ground game. It will work against Oregon. Oregon has a decent defense this year. 
I do think the difference is going to be Justin Herbert, who is going to be rolling in draft stock this game. And not because they blow out Wisconsin, but he's going to have a clean, efficient game against a very good team in Wisconsin. But a secondary that is vulnerable if Oregon is willing to take the deep shots down the field, which I think they will be. But this, this is not a mismatch. This is going to be a very good game. If Oregon was favored by two and a half, I might lean Wisconsin, but they are not, so I am definitely going to take Oregon with this one. We move on to the nightcap, essentially, of New Year's Day. The All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, where the Georgia Bulldogs are seven and a half point favorites over the Baylor Bears. This game is actually going to get my bronze medal, and it really pains me because I was uh, obviously big on Baylor all year. But they did have two shots to beat Oklahoma uh, and maybe leapfrog themselves into the playoffs, and they did not take advantage of either. On the opposite end of that, you have a Georgia team who we talked about um, other teams like Utah. They're going to have a letdown because they didn't get into the playoffs. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if Georgia thinks that they should rightfully be there and they think they're a much better team than Oklahoma is. And to me, that does not spell success for Baylor, Uh, especially the Georgia defense. I think everybody's going to be fired up. Uh, Jake Fromm, DeAndre Swift, who did declare for the draft. I didn't see anything about him sitting out the bowl game. I just think it's going to be a really fired up team, and they're going to want to make a statement that they should have been in the playoff, even though they don't really have a rightful claim to it. I'm just sure I'm sure that's not how they see it. So give me the Bulldogs in this one with my bronze medal uh, as they cover all of the 7, 8, 9, 10, even up to 20. Uh, Bulldogs are going to run the Bears. I don't know which RG3 impersonator is going to be quarterbacking Baylor for this game, but it won't matter. I will take the Bulldogs. Uh, yeah, I very much think this game is going to be on the under as far as score because I don't think Baylor's going to get much done at all, and Georgia is a little anemic sometimes on offense as well. Uh, I do not feel good at all about Baylor's chances in this one. I will be rolling with the Bulldogs. Seven and a half points is a shitty number. And I want to pick Baylor so bad. But I got a feeling that the talent is going to beat out the coach. Georgia has the talent in masses over Baylor. And Matt Rule is a much better coach. But I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. I want to say though, Brian, you said Baylor had their chance to make the playoff. Georgia had their chance to make the playoff and laid a much bigger egg. Do not disrespect Baylor like that without calling out Georgia playing like absolute trash ass on their chance to make the playoff. To Birmingham, Alabama, the 2nd of January, the Boston College Eagles taking on the Cincinnati Bearcats, and Cincinnati is favored by a touchdown. This game, it seems like it's pretty easy to pick, so it scares me uh, a little bit, but I will go ahead and take Cincinnati over the future Don Brown coach, Boston College. Uh, When you have a Power 5 team, and then you have a group of 5 team. I'm always going to veer towards the side of the Power Five. I'm actually going to take Boston College to cover here. I may very well be wrong. Luke Fickle as the future head coach of Michigan State. Please don't put a bad taste in my mouth with this, but I'm going to take Boston College. Uh, Yeah, Boston College is down their leading rusher, A.J. Dillon, and their head coach, Steve Adazio. Uh, That gives me no faith whatsoever in the Eagles. I will roll with the Bearcats. Y'all got me so worked up, I forgot about Don. Don picked Wisconsin and Georgia for the three people that care. This game, uh, Boston College is so bad. 
Cincinnati is so okay. Hey, Cincinnati, I guess. Uh, in what would be very exciting if it no, was a basketball I, I got, game. I gotta announce this Love one. I gotta announce this bowl. This bowl. <laughs> okay. This is the bowl. <laughs> they generally shorten this to T-I-A-A, which I don't even know how it covers all the words that I'm about to say. This is a real fucking bowl. It is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. And this is the name of the stadium, guys. I shit you not. The Teachers Insurance and Annuity Association of America College Retirement Equities Fund. Are you sure you should be saying what this? Bank. What is happening? I can't even talk. Like, it's it's so many what are words. All these words you're it's screwing so up. many words. I can't even talk. It is the Teachers Insurance and Annuity Association of again. America College Retirement Equities Fund, Bankfield. What is this? And it's a in ball game. No one wants to see. It is in Jacksonville, and we have the Indiana Hoosiers traveling to Florida, getting a nice break from this Midwestern winter, to take on a team that I have called trash for a very long time, the Tennessee Volunteers, and they should probably quit. Tennessee is... Oh, Tennessee's a one-and-a-half point favorite, but that doesn't matter. There we go. Tennessee is a way better state than Indiana is, and as much as you call Tennessee trash, Indiana is also trash, evidenced by their loss to Michigan State. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Vols here with their uh, their beautiful orange color that they have. <laughs> Man, you got to really question the, the mental fortitude in, in, in a positive way of a team that lost to BYU and Georgia Southern at home and still went 7-5. Tennessee has some mental grit I haven't seen from a college football team in some time. And when we talk about bowls that matter, this matters to this Tennessee program substantially more than Indiana does. I'm going to take the Vols on this. Uh, yeah, I already said it. Michigan State's the only Big Ten team to win their bowl game, so give me Tennessee on this one. At least me and God dang Don know what's up. The only thing worse than losing to Michigan State will be losing to God dang Tennessee, who has has been mentioned, Boston, Georgia, Southern. And yeah, they bounce back. And you know what? Tennessee is playing a lot better lately. But fuck them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in, shocker alert, Boise, Idaho, where the Ohio Bobcats, right? Yes. yes. And the Nevada <clears throat> Wolfpack duke it out <laughs> on January 3rd. And the Bobcats of Ohio are seven and a half point favorites. Let's get Colin Kaepernick back on an NFL field. Let's go Nevada. Well, Boise, Idaho doesn't have an NFL field, but I'm still going to take Nevada to cover. Uh, yeah, shorter trip. I'll roll with Nevada in this one. I think they're actually going to have a, a couple of fans there, actually. So uh, I'll go with them to cover the seven points. Interesting note on points. Kaepernick. He actually has a better chance of getting re-eligible to play college football than he does of playing in the NFL. Uh, Don's going to be the lone dissenter picking the Bobcats on this one. It's Nevada not is true. not a good team at all, but you got a six-win Mac team that is over a touchdown favorite. Get the fuck out. I don't care who they're playing. No. Ah, uh, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas. 11.30 a.m. January 4th. If you're still watching college football this time, kudos to you. Yeah, definitely. Southern Mississippi taking on the green wave of Tulane. Since I have not had time to go through and rank all of the uh, all of the logos, I'm just going to play it safe here. Tulane, top five logo in the game, and that is why Tulane is going to win this game outright. 
and they're going to cover the point spread. Green wave, baby. Green wave. Tulane's done it's a, done a really solid job revamping its program, and they also brought back a fantastic logo. Props to them. I love the color scheme too, especially with the blue accents. I will take Tulane. Yeah, uh, generally in games like this, I go with the team that has faced better competition throughout the year, and that is far and away Tulane. So give me the green wave in this one. That's going to make it unanimous, though it's funny that you mentioned the competition. They didn't beat any of that competition. That's the thing. Tulane But they faced beat. it. <laughs> Tulane didn't beat anyone good. Yeah. But the good thing for Tulane... It's November, Tom Izzo, baby. ...is Southern Mississippi ain't good. Tulane to roll, I guess. To Mobile, Alabama. January 6th. And again, if you are still watching College Football this time... There's just nothing else on television. The Lending Tree Bowl, where Louisiana Lafayette is taking on Miami of Ohio, and Louisiana Lafayette a big 14-point favorite. Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns over here. Uh, just looking at some quick stats, they put up over 500 yards of total offense a game. That's enough to score more two touchdowns than your competition. Very quick math, very effective. You should definitely listen to it. Let's go with the Raging Cajuns <laughs> here to uh, cover all of those 15 points. If I had a medal left, um, I would—I obviously would never waste it on this game. But Miami, Ohio won the MAC. They're not an awful team by any means. And a two-touchdown spread with two teams barely anybody knows anything about. Come on, I'll, I'll take the Red Hawks to at least cover. Nope, nope, nope. Everything <laughs> Ryan said is correct. Everything Dylan said is wrong. Go with the Raging hmm. Cajuns in this one. Uh, Dylan's going to be the only one that thinks the Mac champs are doing dick all. Uh, listen, it's simple. The Raging Cajuns are solid. Miami is not. I appreciate how fervent you all are in a Sunbelt team. Awesome. All right, Mac fans. <laughs> all right. Mac champ, baby. And now we're down to the nitty gritty. The college about? football playoff. question. Just a quick question. I want to do a... a I want to take roll call here real quick. Who has medals left? I have my gold Only left. you, because you're a loser. I have my gold left. Okay. All right. I do want you all to understand, and by you all, I really just mean Paul. You wasting your medals on this, that's your prerogative. You're not getting more daps for doing that. Just so you're... We'll see. To Atlanta... Georgia, where some say is the mecca of college football. Don't, don't ever say that again. Ryan and I, a gruesome twosome. I'm going to take my medals and this goddamn catch. Walk that back. To the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, where the number one LSU Tigers taking on the number four Oklahoma Sooners and LSU, who've been rolling teams. Rolling and rolling is a what two touchdown favorite in this one? 13 and a half. 13 and a half. That's a lot of points. Jalen Hurts has been here before. Uh, Oklahoma as a team has been in the playoff before. I do like CeeDee Lamb. I do like Jalen Hurts. Not enough to win, but enough to cover and lose by, you know, only only 13 or 14. I did not get a whole lot right last year. But I did get Oklahoma beating the spread last year. And I think this Oklahoma team is actually better. 
better defense, more just, uh, offensively. They rush the ball a lot better. Um, I, I think that Lincoln Riley is really good in these sort of spots enough to where they're not going to get beaten by two scores. Now, again, that doesn't mean this game will be close. That doesn't mean they'll ever be in doubt. That doesn't mean that LSU isn't a substantially better team. I think that at this stage in the game, we really need to understand that if LSU wins this game by 10 points, that's hella impressive. They don't have to beat Oklahoma by 14 points or more to be winning soundly. So I am going to take Oklahoma to cover because of everything I just laid out. But that doesn't mean I don't think LSU is the substantially better team. Uh, Oklahoma has not seen an offense like LSU and what they're going to bring to the table when it comes to throwing that ball around and being able to catch it and do big things with it. LSU has faced offenses similar to Oklahoma this year. And... Their defense, I think, is better than Oklahoma's defense. I don't see Oklahoma stopping LSU, and I do got the Tigers rolling in this one. The hardest part of picking this game was deciding, do I want to use my silver medal on this game, or do I want to use my gold medal on this game? And and I'm going to play it the way I have all season with the strength of my opinion. And this one just comes just a notch below. So I'm going to lock up LSU with this game with my silver medal. So Oklahoma is trash. This is an embarrassing matchup. They do not belong on this stage. They are garbage and they are here de facto because so many other fucking teams fuck themselves. Oklahoma is garbage. Jalen Hurts is much improved as he is. Shown why he isn't. Kyler Murray. He's not Baker Mayfield. He's a good quarterback and he's done well to get Oklahoma to the spot. The third transfer in a row for Oklahoma. But it ain't touching LSU. And I love CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb's fantastic. But it's vulnerable as LSU's defense has looked at times. You know what they have? They have two of the best motherfucking corners in the country. In the best one, Derek Stingley Jr. is a freshman. And he is going to shit all over upperclassman C.D. Lamb as LSU dump trucks Oklahoma by as many points as they feel. Like I told you guys earlier, whoever got this matchup has a fucking bye week to the final. This is embarrassing. This is going to be all the things we talked about before, whether it was Michigan State, Alabama, and, and Washington. Who Washington played? Clemson? No, Alabama. Alabama. When Ohio State played Clemson, that's this game. I mean, this is legitimately a 38-14 to 14 game. And that's if LSU wants to keep it respectable and save some stuff for the final. To the nightcap, uh, December 28th, the Don, PlayStation Don, Don Fiesta Bowl. Oklahoma. Oh, what did Don have? Don at Oklahoma. Okay. We've got the number two versus number three, both undefeated. One been tested was a bigger. lot more than the other one. The number three reigning, defending national champion, the Clemson Tigers, taking on the undefeated Ohio State Buckeyes, and the defending champs are favored by two. Ooh, it's that's spicy. Uh, I do like Clemson in this game. Um, I like I like both these teams a lot. Obviously, they're two very good teams. Suffice to say, it's, of course, the most exciting matchup of all the first ones until you, of course, get to the national title game. 
Man, Clemson, I know they don't play anybody, but they but really ever since their North Carolina uh you know close almost loss, they have absolutely dump trucked everybody. And I know Ohio State dump trucked everybody all year, but not like Clemson has. And again, Ohio State played better competition, but at some point you just have to kind of realize how dominant Clemson has been. I do I do think that they have a better quarterback, although they'll probably be the number one and the number two pick next year with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. So there's a lot of kind of storylines that I'm really liking in this game. You have Travis. We said his name earlier in the year. Was it A-Chan or something? A-Chan. Um, Travis A-Chan against uh, – <laughs> oh, See, it's not A-Chan, though. A-Chan. Uh, it's like A-Chan. All I know is it's not whatever Paul's saying. It's A-Chan. Right. Yeah, just don't definitely not whatever Paul's saying. He played the audio. No, he played the audio for us. It was weird as hell. Travis yeah. <laughs> against uh, J.K. Dobbins. And I don't know, man. It's a, it's a really exciting game that I'm looking forward to. And as far as Clemson and Ohio State go, I do think Clemson uh, gets gets the edge just by a little bit. But I couldn't be I couldn't be more hyped for this. I wish we could play this game twice. So here's a question, and I think Paul would know this answer better than the rest of us. Wasn't this spread way bigger no, i no. so it, didn't it, it didn't was, it open at like it was rumored like 13 no, no i thought some it opened people, at like seven. no no some people had it at three they thought the initial line was going to be three but the initial lines i saw were all one and a half two yeah. all right not as disrespectful as what i had originally i guess misremembered but I, I need to lay a few things out here, and Ryan is falling into a trap, and I, I feel bad for him, because, I, I mean, of all people, I have been on on Clemson's jock forever, but Brent Venables is not coming to Michigan State, so I'm over it, and I'm over Clemson, <laughs> and I'm over the ACC pretending to be a football conference, because as much as Paul likes to shit on the Big 12, at least we had a conference title game that was compelling and had two teams, even with third-string quarterbacks, that were compelling. The ACC is not a football conference. It's barely a conference at all. It's a joke. It's trash. It's a travesty. And one of its divisions had no team with less than three losses. The ACC is garbage, and Clemson has not faced anything. Even their non-conference games, the hardest one they had was against a four-loss, or maybe five-loss, Texas A&M team in September. This is not a team that knows what it's like to get hit in the fucking mouth. And they're going to. Ohio State has had it happen multiple times. There's nothing that team could have had run better for them than for Wisconsin to wake them the hell up. Because not only were they able to do something Michigan State cannot ever do, which is avenge a 38-0 loss. You think this team has forgotten that? They have. It was 31. Not only. <laughs> you think Clemson whatever. forgot? Okay, whatever. 31-0. What does it matter? You got goose egg. And they have a chance to destroy this team. And I am not stating that they will do so. Both of these teams are fine. But when Ohio State comes out there, lines up, and hits Clemson in a way no team has done the entire season. North Carolina almost got it, it done. It, 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 it's on like Donkey Kong. It's Ohio State. And I, I'm ashamed of Ryan, to be honest. We picked national champions. We picked national champions. What? Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, 
and all of a sudden after Ohio State beat all of its Big Ten opponents by double digits, he changes his mind to a Clemson team that didn't win shit? That, that 27, How I mean, dare you? They won the second half against Wisconsin. Oh, they, oh, the ACC. <laughs> right, right. How many how many ranked opponents beat, did they beat? Uh, and then beat all their teams by fucking 30. Oh, one, they beat Virginia. Uh, how many? How many? How many top twenty-five teams did Ohio State beat by double digits? Ryan, 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 Come about on. to be out here like they won the MAC, include them in the playoff. Right, exactly. I'm sorry, Ryan. How dare you, dude? Come on. Well, you can lump me in with Ryan on this one because my gold oh my is going to Clemson because they know how to play this time of year. They have the coach for it. They have the quarterback for it. They got the running back for it. They've got the talent for it. And you are going to see how you all besmirched this team when they didn't deserve it only because the rest of the ACC sucks ass. That doesn't mean Clemson sucks ass. Oh, hold on. the last six weeks, they have beaten the ever-living crap out of everybody, and they are going to show on the 28th why I was absolutely right, and that Michigan State is the only Big Ten team winning their bowl game because Ohio State is going to lose, and it's going to be by more than two or two and a half points. My gold goes to the Clemson Tigers. So before yeah. before I should all I've them, never I, felt I more like, disappointed. I would like to My let it God. be known that I verbatim made that case diligently last week or the week before. That Clemson is not a product of their schedule. That just because their schedule's bad doesn't make them bad. That was my words. So go fuck yourself on that. Wait. So how does that not translate to Michigan but, State from 2010 to 2015? I didn't. Say what does any of this have bad. to do with what we're talking right, about? Yeah, said, we're we're definitely not talking about <laughs> that. Not talking about yeah, that. We probably should not derail this right now. I'm uh, fucking is, around. Uh, Relax. This is also a gold medal game. And that makes this really exciting because I am putting my gold medal absolutely factually Preach. is fucking happening. Let's go. Let's Ohio go. State Let's has the go. best offense in the land. They have arguably the best defense in the land. And they've done it against the best teams in the land. Clemson doesn't have shit on Ohio State this year. Not in the coaching department, not in the talent department, not in the any department. Ohio State's biggest fucking weakness, their biggest weakness, is linebackers and coverage. Like, the, the one thing that everyone has the weakness of, that's their biggest, the one thing that you can point to and be like, you know, if we could just isolate their fucking linebacker with our best receiver, we could maybe score on them. That is their weakness. The Spring Ryan shape. That is their fucking weakness. And you're, that's the team that's going to lose to Clemson. The only way Clemson wins this game is Justin Fields getting hurt because their quarterback depth is abysmal. They have nothing behind him. If Justin Fields gets hurt, sure, Clemson, take your fucking... Go to the go go see LSU in the final. That's fine. Outside of that anomaly that I don't expect to happen, Ohio State is going to win this game, and I don't care if it's by one or a hundred. Ohio State is absolutely the better team in every single metric. Whether you want to use the eye test, whether you want to use talent on the roster, whether you want to use difference makers, no, there is no case to be made that on this season, the results of this season, that Clemson is a better fucking football team than the Ohio State Buckeyes. Do you know how much it hurts me to say that? To sit here and suck on Ryan Day's jock? It's disgusting. It disgusts me. But to act like Clemson is going to beat them? Are you out of your god dang mind? What have you watched this season that tells you Clemson is going to march into Ohio State? And don't give me all Trevor Lawrence has been there before. I don't give a fuck. 
Ohio State is a right. drastically oh, yeah. better team, too and far. they are absolutely going to too win far. this game with my gold medal, and you Real can take advantage. your gold medal and shove it up Dabo Sweeney's fake ass. Okay, first off, hold on. This is a college football playoff, and they like, I'm incredulous because of their previous opinion. You're acting like because they said they would beat them at all, the very notion that somehow it's le like, how dare they? I'm just upset because they waffled on it. That's all. Who waffled on anything? I didn't pick Ohio State to win the national championship. Yes, you no, did. No, I did not. Yes, you did in our, in our segment where we were picking national title winners. I don't think so. We we picked we picked the champions in all six sports, and you picked Ohio State. Ryan picked uh, Ohio State. Pretty sure and I, picked I picked LSU. Ohio State. Well, how much do you for want to no bet? Reason, I, I will bet you thousands. So, literally after this, Matt is going to go back. He is going to listen to the audio, the audio that we clearly have, and figure it out. But that doesn't matter right now because we are winding down. So we're going to close with our regular pick segment. It's going to be a little abbreviated this week. So we always do ten picks. And we try to go, when applicable, five college games, five NFL games. And we are doing that. You can pick some five random-ass college games. Well, there's there's ten. <laughs> I think there's ten bowl games in this next week. It's going to be lit. I took five of them. I, I think these are the five best ones, honestly. Uh, the early bowl games, not a great slate. But we literally just we picked did. these games. Well, yeah, we're, we're not, not going to pick them again. again. We're just we're picking not, the NFL We're not picking ones. them again. Yes, we're only picking the NFL. Uh, Central Michigan, oh. San Diego. Well, we got the New Mexico Bowl. I, I don't remember you saying the Cherubundi. Is it Cherubundi or Cherubundi? Who the, the fuck? What? The Boca Raton Bowl. I didn't say anything. I, Who I wanna cares? Know, I want to know how it said. Then we got the Las Vegas Bowl, the Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and the Hawaii Bowl. Th those are the games that we're using it's the for R these plus picks. L Carriers Obviously, Bowl. we've already picked these games. We're not doing it again. So we're going to go over to the NFL. And the NFL had a lot to pick from. We got some really good games the last couple weeks of the season here, especially deciding races. And the first one is super interesting to me. Not the least because it's on a Saturday, December 21st. Hey. It's a Saturday NFL game, 4.30 in the afternoon. Hey. But what's most interesting to me is, can you guys remember Let's a time go. this late in the season Let's go. that the NFC, or I'm sorry, AFC East was not wrapped up? New England is at home against chubba, Buffalo. Chubba, 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 and this chubba, game could decide the AFC East. Like, New England does not have the AFC East won yet, which that alone is amazing. Las Vegas thinks they're going to win it this week. They're six-and-a-half-point home favorites over Buffalo. Yeah, New England's still the big boys on the block. And as impressive as Buffalo's season has gone, they're mm. still not a better team than the Patriots are. And with the, with the division on the line, um, looking to send a message, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are going to run the score up with all their intel from the sideline. Buffalo, my Buffalo Bills, fantastic win in the sense that it was a win on Sunday night. Not super convincing, however. Uh, but Buffalo won by six – or not won. They lost by six points at home to a New England team that looked a lot better then than they do now. On top of that, Buffalo is made for the cold weather that's going to be hitting New England at this time. I am going to have Buffalo cover. I unfortunately don't think they're going to be able to pull off a dub, but they'll they'll lose by it with a last second field goal. Uh, no. Nah. Generally, the way these games work, when they play them away, uh, it's usually a closer game. When they get them in New England, it's never really a closer game. And despite everything that has shown New England to be weaker as of late, uh, 
I think things get rolling a little bit for the Pats this weekend, and Buffalo's in trouble. Yeah, I don't really want to use past performance to look at this game. This is not a normal Buffalo team, and this is certainly not a normal New England team. That being said, uh, Dylan is going to be the only one picking Buffalo. Uh, Don's on the New England train, of course. I'm not even remotely surprised. How'd that go for me but last week? I'm not saying it's a dumb pick. Yeet. Uh, this is a very terrifying spread. And New England's offense has looked legitimately inept. And people wax poetic about the decline of Brady, but Brady is absolutely the least of their concerns. Brady, for the most part, has actually played fine. He's had a couple throws he'd like back for sure, and he's not prime Brady. Shocker that at 43 years old, whatever the hell he is, he's not in his prime. But he's playing fine. The problem is his O-line is garbage. He has no receivers. He has nothing. Everything around him. I mean, it's like watching the goddamn Lions. It's not good. But they are going to prepare for the playoffs and for sure try to score every single point that they can. I don't care how many points they're up or down by. This game is about getting the offense right every game from here on out. And the past games have been about getting the offense right. And they are going to score as much as they possibly can. You saw it late against an overmatched Cincinnati team. Their offense didn't look that good, but they still ran up the score. They need the reps, and they are going to score as many points as possible, which laugh all you want. That's not something the teams do every single week. I can't, in good conscience, go against New England here. The spread is scary. I much wish it was like two-and-a-half-point spread. I'm going to take New England, but it's not crazy to pick Buffalo here. Over to a game the Vegas has being a lot closer, although I don't know if in reality it's going to play out that way. We have New Orleans and Breeze, Breeze Us coming off the best game of his career, one of the greatest games in NFL history. One incompletion on 30 passes, over 300 yards, four touchdowns, no blemishes. But they're traveling to take on a Tennessee team that has looked a lot different with Tanda Thrill at the helm. And they had a letdown last week in division against Houston, but they're only one-point dogs to New Orleans. Uh, yeah, New Orleans all, all the way in this game. I mean, how do you go against Drew Brees after the performance that, that he just put up? maybe literally the best in NFL history. Uh, New Orleans still still fighting for that one seed. They're going to smack around the Titans. I I mean, I I believe Ryan was with me when seeing that Tennessee game last week, Houston a mile away for it. Another letdown spot. I think this is where the Tennessee season starts to circle the drain. I will take New Orleans. You ain't going to apologize to that quarterback down here in the Big Easy <laughs> for all of your slanderous yeah. remarks. Against your wife's favorite man. No, okay, in fairness, that's going to be for one of our New Year's Day casts. Because <laughs> I, I got a lot to say about it, but I want to You got a lot to apologize for. for you damn right. Slandering that man. You act like I won't do it. You act like I won't do it. best I'm, I'm not, quarterback uh, in the NFC rolling that offense into Music that, City okay. and taking Super. down the Tennessee Titans. Going to be no problem. Going to be my, my, Nothing whatsoever to number nine. What, the what goat <laughs> of the Big Easy going to be rolling with more touchdowns to stretch that mark further away from Tom Brady because he actually has an offense that's moving right now, unlike Tom up north. Give me the Saints. So we're going to be across the board with this one. Again, unanimous. And the interesting thing here is 
we're unanimous against Vegas again. And I say that knowing no Tennessee is not favored in this game technically, but Vegas with a one-point favor New Orleans, they are begging, begging the public to take New Orleans here. And that is the only thing that can give you the slightest pause in the world because they truly want people to bet on New Orleans here. I think it's foolish. I really do. I think, and I've been on Tennessee all year since Tannehill took over, but I don't know how the hell they keep this game within a point. I mean, they're not drawing. I don't think they're winning. Uh, this has to be a big spot for New Orleans. We go on to a game that is only here because we're miserable people in Detroit. And we got more misery today. News that our <laughs> terrible, terrible GM and coach are returning. No surprise to anyone, but still depressing nonetheless. Uh, a game that at the beginning of the season, you would think Detroit would have been the touchdown favorite rolling into it. But no, Detroit is a six and a half point dog traveling to Denver to take on Drew Locke. I mean, what more can you say? No, the... I mean, you want the Lions to go on the road in mile high after just getting news that a coach that a lot of the players probably still can't fucking stand uh, is coming back, and then he gets to remain doing all of his coaching things that you hate. I don't really see the Lions, especially since they are in tank mode now, putting Stafford on IR. Um, I just don't see in a situation where they get up uh, and essentially play for this game. Well, I I do still think that Denver, uh, you know, is going to play for their coach. They're going to play to try and get Drew Locke, um, you know, just some confidence moving forward. So I expect Denver to roll in this game. There is a French philosopher who goes by the name of Albert Camus, who enlightened us with the idea of absurdism, which was rooted in the tale of Sisyphus. And those who are not well-versed in this tale, the myth of Sisyphus was a gentleman who was cursed for eternity to push a boulder uphill only for it to fall down. And the point of Camus' tale was that we should all be like Sisyphus in the face of the absurd and always, with the crack of a smile, push that boulder back up the hill. And that's what Lions fans are going to be doing again. Pushing that damn boulder up the hill again. But this game is just going to be another another piece of weight onto that cylinder that moves all the way up. And again, it piles and it piles and it piles on. And I commend all of you for it. But this is, this is getting worse and worse. I will take Denver. I don't know why this much is being said about a 3-10 and ten in one team. Uh, they're god awful. I told you this before the season started. They'd be god awful. You no can't take credit for Stafford. Oh, you damn you right I shit. can. Because shit happens to this team. They either cause it themselves or it happens yeah, to them. Happens, I said it before the, the season started, decade, and I was Stafford absolutely right. Game. Denver's covering. Of course Denver's covering. Unanimously, again, two games in a row unanimous. That's how trash this team is. Uh, the only way Denver doesn't cover is if Drew Locke implodes, which could happen because he's a fucking rookie that was picked in the fourth round, but whatever. Uh, speaking of trash-ass teams, as bad as Detroit is, they maybe could have won the NFC East. With a healthy Stafford, they would have won the NFC East. Honestly. This is one of the worst divisions I've ever seen. Even the AFC South from a couple years ago, I mean, this is just brutal, dude. And we have a pillow fight. Dallas traveling to Philadelphia. 
Dallas, who at least showed some <laughs> life last week against the Rams, they're two and a half point road favorites. Do you trust them? Not really, but it's also going to be super recency bias uh, with Dallas smacking around a Rams team that really, really needed that game. Uh, I do expect them to maybe carry over some of that momentum into this week. And I do like them more than uh, more than the Eagles, although I'm not again confident really in either team. But I'll take uh, I'll take Dallas in this one. Paul clearly doesn't remember the 2011 NFC West. That that was the worst division in NFL history. But regardless of that fact, uh, the I'll tell you what I had a really good week last week, and part of it was because of Dallas. I I saw that on the up and up. They're going to fool everybody with a late season run. Ezekiel Elliott is going to get the ball a lot in this game, just like last game. Tony Pollard mixed in there as well for late fantasy plays. That may be somebody to put into a flex spot. Uh, I will take Dallas to win outright. Win outright. They're favored. I I guess outright in my mind is like a touchdown. You recover? Uh, yes, to win convincing. <laughs> sure. uh, I don't I don't trust Dallas at all. This is the first win against a team with a winning record, uh, a team that has been nothing but a disappointment all year. And while, yes, the Eagles have been a disappointment as well, it's a different kind of disappointment because they haven't had health on their side, uh, something the Rams cannot really make an argument about. And the Eagles started to kind of find something with the players they do Rams. have last week. What? Yeah, the Rams. Did they not have their wide receivers? They did. Did they not have their running back? They did. Did you say the same for the Eagles? Absolutely not. But they found something with the young guys they threw in there that have been thrown in there for weeks on end, finally figuring out this offense and working with Carson Wentz. And I like their chances. I'm taking the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Uh, Don is on Philly as well. I don't trust either of these teams. I mean, Philly should have lost to fucking Washington last week. Uh, but I'm going to stick with what I've said all year. Dallas is complete frauds. It was just sad because they actually have talent. They just have no idea what to do with it. Uh, Philly has been riddled by injuries, but they're at home. This is for their playoff and divisional lives, and I, I back them all season against Dallas, and especially getting a couple points at home, I'm going to do it here. And that gets us to our final game, the very true game of the week, because we're going to crown the king of the north this week. We have Green Bay traveling to Minnesota Vikings. Beautiful new stadium. This is a huge game. And Minnesota's favored by four and a half points. Yeah, it's, I mean, I just want to shout out the NFL for beautiful scheduling um, that they did last week of the season, Monday Night Football, to crown the NFC North. Uh, Phenomenal job. So round, round of applause to the NFL schedule makers. As far as this game goes, it's uh, it's a matter of if Kirk Cousins wants to win the NFC North, he's going to have to pry it from Aaron Rodgers' cold, dead hands. I don't think they end up getting it done. Uh, I've said it uh, maybe a week ago, two weeks, three, however long it was, um, that Green Bay is my Super Bowl pick to uh, for the NFC North, or just for the NFC in general. So I do think that the path will have to go through Lambeau somewhat, uh, which means Green Bay is going to have to win this game, which is what they will do outright. And even if they don't win, they're definitely going to cover the four and a half. For all the things that Kirk Cousins has been accused of, not winning big games at night, not beating teams with a winning record, crumbling under pressure, he's kind of bucked all those trends this year. Uh, And Aaron Rodgers, surprisingly, is extremely poor 
at least by the standards people set for him, on the road. I believe he's close to a 500 record for that. And against teams with a winning record. I will take Green Bay to cover, but I think Minnesota gets a late field goal from Dan Bailey. Uh, I said before the season, Green Bay was one of the North. Uh, Minnesota's had a really good year. Still don't think they're a better team than Green Bay. And I'm not going to break off that now. Give me the pack. Uh, Minnesota is, is a better team than Green Bay. And uh, Vegas clearly agrees. That being said, we're going to be unanimous in this one, including Don. Four and a half points is a lot. And I think Minnesota controls the game start to finish for the most part. And I think Green Bay scores late to cover. And that wraps our picks. Well, we already did the damn thing. So, we out for Dylan Bear, Ryan Griffin, Paul Roshan. I'm Matt Basson. This is Sports Carnage, our bowl selection special. Appreciate y'all sitting with us for this one. And uh, it's the last one of the year, actually. So, we will talk to y'all next time in 2020. Thank y'all for spending 2019 with us. Looking forward to another year of this.